everyone, and welcome back to the High Vibe Alchemist podcast. My name is Tony, and I am your host. Welcome in if you're new here. If you like what you hear, please subscribe to the podcast. And if you want to help support this offering, please leave a five-star review for me on iTunes. It just helps listeners to find us and the stories that I'm sharing. This week, I'm happy to share a conversation with my friend Raquel, a New York licensed massage therapist for over 10 years with experience serving clients in the New York area. We both share a love and education in Reiki, the Japanese school of thought for a healing modality that has been in existence for centuries. All cultures have a history in healing through, quote unquote, the laying of the hands, a fundamental belief that we are energy fields by nature, and that when supported, cleansed, strengthened, we can facilitate healing both on a spiritual, energetic, and physical level. I'm not going to go too much in depth regarding the history and timeline of Reiki as a practice. I encourage you, if you feel called, to explore further on your own, as always. Know that this form of healing work has many different names across many different cultures, but the concept is the same. The energy of life force is prana in Indian traditions, chi in Chinese traditions, ase in Yoruba tradition. Every living thing on this earth, including the earth itself, is composed of energy, and so has an energy field and force. Similar to how you feel your mood affected by others you are in close quarters with, how your mood is improved when out in nature, our energy fields are constantly interacting and affecting one another. This tradition of Reiki is just one system of cultivating healing intent and acting as a vessel for a higher source to channel healing and restoration for those who are open to it. Today we are exploring Reiki with Raquel, how it integrates in her massage work as a massage therapist, and how Reiki can help give voice to the energetic blocks and emotional attachments that manifest as physical conditions in the body. It may resonate with certain conditions you are presently experiencing and help you to recognize them, and in turn, I hope encourages you to explore the pathways to healing them. It may surprise you to learn how body work can do just that. So let's jump in. Hello. Hey. <laughs> how are you? Um. I'm okay. You know, these past two weeks, they've been very, very heavy. Yeah, ditto. Um, we were talking you, about that. You know, you got to remember, I live in the South Bronx. Yeah. I'm, the riots were like up the block. Up the block, yeah. She was like, that shit was outside my door. <laughs> like, they're, they've been doing fireworks. Yeah, yelling. every single night. Like, and I'm it's like, oh, insane. What are we doing? Like, mm-hmm. what are, well, we you doing? know, like, yeah, any, this is just room for like any any fools to start inserting their own agenda, but also just a reason for them to act a fool. I mean, we also mm-hmm. have to remember that, um, crazily enough, it is the middle of June almost. So we've been inside for like the first half of the year. <laughs> like, yeah, people, you know are what I mean? Like, their so shit. I think no. literally people are losing their minds because they do not know what no, to do. I, and I, and I, I get that. I, I totally yeah. get that. I just think that given, given that, you know, especially I feel like the more you practice mm-hmm. energy work, the more vulnerable you get. Oh, absolutely. So this, this, this neighborhood that I'm in, mm-hmm. the people here are very broken. They're very angry and mm-hmm. you're, you're very, there's depression. There's a lot of mental illness in my neighborhood. Mm-hmm. So I'm, Oh yeah. It's like coming from like literally every direction. I hear you. My whole building, you know. So it's just these two two weeks and then it's like I wanna go out and protest. But mm. I like I have a kid. Yeah, no. Yeah. Do ain't that. nobody doing it. Yeah. You know. You gotta be we gotta be smart. Like I feel the same way in the sense that like in any other given time I would have been out there, like I would have been walking or whatever, but like not now. <laughs> I no. was like we just seem to have ignored the fact that the pandemic is still a thing. <laughs> like people have just been like, "Oh, that that must not be a thing anymore." No, it's still and, a thing. Cases have gone up. It's just it's, nobody's yeah. Attention I was to like, it's definitely a thing, and our turn is coming back. Um, and yeah, and I've just been doing things in other ways. Like I just feel like donating, bringing like attention to it, talking to people is it's really another way to be involved. So that's how I'm looking at it. There's like many avenues to the same destination. So really excited to have you on as a guest. And we're going to be talking about exploring Reiki today, which is a topic that I know is both dear to you and my heart. So I'm really excited to have you here. 
So first questions I ask my guests are to tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got into your current work, which I know is as a licensed massage therapist, among other things. Well, let's see. Um, well, yes, licensed massage therapist, um, 10 years, 10 years of yeah. doing that. Jesus. And uh, three years with Reiki. So let's see, go back to the massage. I got into that just because I like taking care of people, you know, and I was a very active little rug rat. Like <laughs> I skated, I did martial arts, I danced, I just run amok. Like anything that involved me not staying still, I probably was doing it. Being the fact that most of my, they just did the most and would break themselves. I just kind of knew what to do. So one of my friends was like, yo, you should go to school for this. And I was like, they don't got school for this. And he was like, they got school for this. And I was like, where? <laughs> so that's kind of how I got started because I didn't really have a lot of direction. Um, you know, I was good at a lot of things, mm -hmm. but I, I couldn't stick to anything. I was just a very scattered person. And sometimes I'm still like that. I'm not going to say that it's completely gone. I started school back in 07. And it was the easiest two years of my life. Everything came so freaking naturally. And I was like, I love this. This is fascinating. And, you know, and I, I fell in love with biology and kinesiology, the study of movement, which is just like, because that's what I do. I move, you know, when you dance and you skate and you do, you know, martial arts, you, you're learning how to like put your body through all, all this stuff. And it, it was amazing. Um, and then when you go into it, like massage can help generate um nerve growth too it takes a very 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 long time but there were even studies on that so i was like oh my god i can really fix people like i was just, <laughs> i was like i'm gonna lay hands on the world <laughs> that's awesome that was my approach i mean there was even a point where i was like i'm gonna take down the man i hate big pharma like because you learn you learn so much information that was it. i graduated 22 so at 22 i was just like yeah I'm going to take down everybody. Start a rebellion. That did not happen. <laughs> um, so when I finally was able to like really work to full capacity, this is after I had Beast Boy. Beast Boy is your son. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Beast Boy's Rio. It just was like, okay, I started working Massage Envy. It's like, here's a yeah. body. Take him out. Here's a body. Take him out. Here's a body. Take him out. And I'm like, Ugh. it just, it didn't seem, I wanted to continue the care for them after they left you don't get to do that in those situations it's not like you can call people up and be like hey what's up um you you, you can't do that so you just got to hope that they come back and try to give yeah. give them as much information as possible but because i wanted to help so much and i was like oh, at home you can do this stretch and you can apply heat here and ice here and adjust your pit like i just wanted to make sure they were okay um so i would go over in time and of course i would get yelled at <laughs> um, and I would just be like, but they need to know, like, shouldn't we know? And then there was like all these protocols. You can't do this. You can't do that. And it was like, they even told me I couldn't stretch them. And I was like, why not? It just was, I was like, I, I really don't like this company. And, um, so then I was there for a little bit. Now, mind you, I had left my son's father who mm -hmm. wasn't, who wasn't a very nice man. Um, <laughs> you know, he, uh, it was a very crappy six years so when I finally left the day before my 29th birthday you know I had to like figure it out so right. I'm back home trying to figure things out and then um I was like I feel stuck mm. what do I do I don't remember who I am you know um I I was having like an identity crisis and I have this little boy mm -hmm. and I'm a sensitive person but because I wasn't allowed to work for a good amount of time, I was like, what, what do I do? Like, mm -hmm. And I was like, well, I can, I, I, I'm a massage therapist. I'm still a massage therapist. I still have my hands. Mm -hmm. So I went and then within like two months, I had two jobs. <laughs> I was like, all right, full steam ahead. That was it. You know, I was, I was doing massage envy and I was working in a PT office in the city as a physical therapist aide, um, which is really dope. It, it helped my brain um, remember all the things that I thought I forgot. 
So in a way, it was like healing you just as much as you were healing people. Yeah, like I got got my confidence back and I worked under a really, really cool dude um, who was a great therapist, not the best human being, but therapist. And so I I learned a lot. But in the in the midst of all that, Mm -hmm. so I've always been a, a sensitive person, but I would ignore the things that I was picking up on. So, like, if I would see something or if I feel something, I'm like, nah. I'm like, it ain't, it ain't nothing. We're not doing. I'm like, we're not going down this route again. We're not doing this again. But coming back home, there's a lot of energy there, mm-hmm. and I was just like, oh crap, it's back. <laughs> and I'm like, I gotta deal with this. But I didn't know what to do. Like, I was like, um, even when I was in a relationship with uh, my son's father when I told him that I had dreams or I would see things or feel things and, you know, things were kind of like hanging out in the apartment. He'd be like, it's the way you were brought up. It's your conditioning. You know, it's not right. And the things like that. So I'm like, am I crazy? It must be right. crazy. I'm freaking crazy. But then I'm out of that house and now I'm back home and I'm like, no, I'm not crazy. Like there's something going on here. So I went and I had a reading. Um, I was like, I need a reading. I need help. I don't know what the hell to do. Her name was Alex March, and she uh-huh. knows she knows her. This girl is amazing, um, and she is a Reiki master, uh, medium, intuitive. Like she, she's just dope. So I, I book her. We have, we have our reading, and in the midst of that, she was like, "You just came out of some shit." We're talking, and it. And it's just, it's re- it was really cool because I was really like nervous, but it was just like having a regular conversation mm-hmm. and I understood everything she was saying. And I was like, yeah, yeah, no, that makes sense. Oh yeah, that too. Mm-hmm. And then um, my aunt came through, my aunt came through during the session, which was very emotional because I really thought she was mad at me because of, of things that happened before she passed. We didn't get to talk, but you know, it's different when they cross over and they forgive you there's like no malice so right. i was just like really surprised i'm like why are you here <laughs> right so, um but then that's when i was told because she came through she was like you need to do reiki and i was like what the hell is that <laughs> i heard of it because my one of my aunts does it but i didn't really pay attention because i'm like all right she's just a little loopy whatever i didn't really pay much mind or take much stock in it right so then she was like, all right, well, you need to do this. And the reason that you're so good at what you do is because you can do this work. And I was like, oh, okay, sure. So Alex referred me to Shannon. And that's oh, how I met Shannon. Shannon. Awesome. Uh, and then I was just like, okay, cool. It took me a damn year to finally reach out to Shannon and be like, I am ready. <laughs> because i poke at things like people tell me what to do and i'm like okay cool but you gotta marinate on it for a little while and sometimes i marinate a little too long and i've noticed that Mm -hmm. so i finally made the appointment a year later and i and before i was even going to take any um attunements i was like well i need to really experience a full-blown reiki session Mm -hmm. so i booked with shannon and a lot of stuff came up. It was very emotional. And I was just like, oh, I don't like this. <laughs> but Shannon was so, she was so gentle, but so like grounding, you know? Mm. So she, and she's like, you're all over the place. I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> like, yeah, that, that's true. So for the, our listeners who don't know who Shannon is, Shannon is both uh, Raquel and mine. Uh, Reiki teacher who we love and adore and I actually found Shannon through Raquel so that's you know from our friendship we we talked about what we wanted to do and and I told her I was interested in Reiki and so she put me in touch with Shannon so why don't you tell us a little bit about you know Shannon I totally agree she has a very grounding presence that's yet very gentle and at the same time just tells it like it is (laughs) you know like she's a She's a great way of being direct, transparent, but doing it in a way where you're like, oh, I feel like I got a hug, even though that hurts, <laughs> you know, like, even though, even though I know everything that you're saying is right. And I don't want to do this. I feel like I just got a hug. <laughs> like, is that your experience with Shannon? Like, 
Yeah, no, she she's definitely that. She's definitely that. And she'll always let me know. She's like, you're grounding. Mm-hmm. You need to ground, girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, no. Uh, but she gives so much information. And that's what I love about her as a teacher. Is like, she gives you the breakdown. She never makes anything seem overly, like, overly ethereal. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, she gives you, like, hard facts where it's like, I can follow this. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. this, is actually, mm-hmm. this is actually tangible. And yeah. she gives you so much information, um, you know, and then it's like, you just got to make it, make it your own, which is a beautiful thing about Reiki. Everybody practices differently. It's like you have your guidelines and then have at it. You, you really can make it and then complement it with other modalities, which is amazing. And which is it what, gives- you know, she does really well because I mean, she's our Reiki teacher and she practices Reiki, but she does so much more mm-hmm. inside of that practice. I mean, she does, you know, psychic Akashic record reading. Yeah. She's a medical intuitive. She's gone on to starting to do breathwork sessions as well. So she's really also evolved, which is like one of the things I speak about with um, mentors and teachers. It's like we need to continue to have teachers and mentors who are who are continuing to do the same work they're telling us to do like not sitting back and being like well i'm a master in this so you just need to do all these things she's She's always always, yeah which is what's so which is what's so amazing about her and her style so yeah we love shannon okay so you're working you're getting your confidence back you get this reading where you get the message from your guides that like Reiki is something that you need to step mm-hmm. into and you need to practice. So you take a class with Shannon. How does your, your classes go? And then what happens from there? So she came over, she came over and we just talked. And I, I, I swear to you, I felt like we were just hanging out. Like we got all the information mm. in there and the breakdown. And it was just, it was just a really cool informative session. And then after the attunement, which you definitely, well, I, I, you know, everybody feels it differently, but it was like kind of cold, the pressure in the head, little sensation over the body. And then you, then you have to like for 24 days, there's like a follow-up really practice on yourself and um, to get familiar with what you're feeling, but also like to understand yourself. Right. So that was like a really interesting process, you know? So I, I, and I stuck to it. It's one of the very few things <laughs> that, that she stuck with <laughs> on a consistent basis. And I, I remember I wrote things down and um, you just, you really get to learn just how your body feels and the different sensations that you can pick up at different areas in your body. You just become more self-aware. Yeah. But also if you, if you notice that when you do start utilizing Reiki more in, in your mm. practice, Mm. The clients that you receive kind of come become a catalyst as, as, as almost like a, like a mirror to your own healing. Oh, absolutely. And 100%. So it's like, as you're treating them, you're going, oh, wait, <laughs> I about this too. And then you hear yourself telling them things that you yourself also need to hear. At least that, that's what happens in when, when I'm treating. Mm. And I'm like, oh, I need to save that gem for myself later. Like, oh, for myself later. <laughs> Why didn't I think about this before? <laughs> that's the really cool thing because there is a give and take, you know, mm-hmm. and the client has no clue that they're helping you out. And I let them know. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know what? You just gave me my aha moment. I love that about it. I think that's one of my mm-hmm. favorite things about it is because it's like, okay, I'm guiding you. But then you're also kind of guiding me and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm learning and growing through this work. So that's that's really, really cool. It's, you know, like an, an infinity loop. I find that it's just like everything is feeding into everything else. Um, and it's it's, you know, talking about being vibrational matches or getting certain frequencies aligned with each other. I have found I mean, for me with Reiki is it was something that I was interested in. I didn't know much about. And as I started investigating into it more, I realized that without knowing it, I was already doing that in my sessions, in my skincare sessions as an esthetician. Um, Mm -hmm. And I had gone to probably someone similar to your story. I had gone to see a healer when I was traveling and um, she had mentioned that she was like, you have a lot of power and energy in your hands to heal. 
And I was like, it's so, she was like, so you probably use your hands a lot. And I was like, it's so interesting you say that because this is what I do. And you get feedback from your clients. And it's only when you start to get the pieces of information to put together that you're just like, oh, okay. Well, this yeah. makes sense now. <laughs> this makes oh sense. God. But 100%, I would be in sessions before I even really was fully was trained. And you could feel this um, exchange of energy happening unconsciously. And at the end of the session, um, my clients would get off the table and they would be like, I literally felt like I just went to a therapy session for 60 minutes. And I was just like, okay, I just cleaned your face. (laughs) (laughs) But at the same time, if I'm being honest honest with them, I, as, as well, it would be the same for me. You know, I would be commuting from Brooklyn to, to the city to go to work and there'll be all this stuff that's happening. But the minute that I get into my room and I'm working one-on-one with my client, my energy completely shifts. The room is a completely different um, space. And when that session is completed, I feel like I've received something just as much as they have. So I totally get exactly what you're saying. Yeah. And it's a really it's a really cool experience when you can put that empirical experience with the knowledge that you learn. And it elevated my practice because I felt like I had more intention that I could put behind things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I could really control the energy and my energy as well. So it, it also um, elevates the experience of the client and what you've practice how you practice as a as an energy worker so so when you are working with a client or you know they're on your table or something like that um talk us through a little bit about how the energy comes through for you and how you use that information in connection with like what you are sent feeling in the body like in the physical manifestations so sometimes I just get hit with a sensation where it's like someone's talking in my head that's and it's like it's like oh okay and then I'll immediately know you did not sleep you did not eat like that's a big that's like the first thing I hear this person's not sleeping Mm -hmm. this person's not eating properly and I'm like okay here we go that'll happen and I'm like I didn't even call on anybody yet and then I just have them do breath work first like I have them breathe like I'm like I need you to come into yourself right now and I need you to be more self-aware for the session so I always have them do at least three deep breaths so they can, one, slowly begin to relax and kind of reset themselves and get prepared for the work. Um, so, and then from there, like I said, I just get, I get a lot of words. I get a lot of words and I get a lot of images. And then I'm like, okay, well, I got to figure this out. So this is why I talk during my sessions because... I'm not going to remember everything afterwards, you know, so I'll pass over a certain area. And for me, it just feels like a magnet to go back, get that tingly sensation. At least for me, it's, it's tingly sensation. And some areas are really cool and kind of dull. And then some areas will kind of get a little hot or a little colder, or they kind of dip in the beginning when I was uh, practicing when I just started, I wasn't feeling as much because I was like, oh, my God, my Reiki is broken. <laughs> but I still was able to get the information out. And now I'm like, mm-hmm. OK, come what may, you know, I kind of now I can take it a stride. But in the beginning, I really thought I was doing something wrong because it was like, I'm not feeling anything now. I will feel sensations in my body. I'll get stabby sensations. I'll get nauseous. I'll get anxiety. And I'm like, OK. And so as this is going on. When I feel any like pressure in my chest, especially around the heart chakra, I already know, well, that's what I'm working on with you. You know, you have issues with either receiving or accepting love or both. One of my, one of the things that I've been doing recently when it comes to the heart chakra, like I always envision like this, like, like this light, it's either pink or green, depending on who I'm working on, it changes. And I'm, I'm like literally digging it out and wiping the dirt off powerful thing so you're visualizing yeah, this as, as you're I'm working, working. Yeah. I do a lot of visualization for myself that's just that's just how it works for me um, mm-hmm. everybody's different and so that's kind of how it's like I kind of feel like I'm just digging through things especially like somebody who's dealing with a lot of like uh, low back pain and things like that 
So I asked Raquel to give us a little bit more information on how back area manifests in a physical form on an energetic level. Guilt does stay in your low back. So I already know. I'm like, okay, what's going on with you? Um, finances as well. So I had a client who does have some mental um, issues going on, but mm-hmm. also um, there's been some self-harm. There's been some drug use. And during our session, I was getting pinches on my forearms. But that has to do with his self-harm, you know, and you get those pinches. And then, of course, if I know that somebody's achy, you know, I'll know that their whole left side's on blast and it'll start from a pattern. So it'll start with the jaw going down to the shoulder, going down to the hip, to the knee. And then I'm like, okay, so what are we doing? And then they're like, oh, yeah, this, this and that. And I'm like, okay, cool. So and then it's like, wow. it's, it's just it's very it's interesting, you know, and, and, mm-hmm. and you get so much out of it. And then sometimes I'll see people that they need to deal with it's more like i'll get like an image and i'm like okay this person came up a name for you but this is what this person looks like or this is what they feel like and then they're like and then that person will like identify who they're like oh my god that's so and so and i'm like and then i'll either feel like a yes or no and then i'm like yeah that one or no not that one (laughs) you know and i'm not always right a different one i'm not always right you know we you you, you do get it wrong like this is not yeah, I think that's what's so important is that um, people understand that it is, it, you have to have room for that. You know, even in, in cases of um, psychic mediumship, like they will say as well, like, it's not that you're, it's not a test, you know what I mean? It's not like, <laughs> oh, let's see how good you are at this. So let me throw all these things right, at you. Right. It is just, you have a certain aspect of yourself that you can tap into and that's what comes up and what comes through. And it is very much in our responsibility to trust ourselves enough that the message that needs to get through will mm-hmm. get through. I think also like when people are looking for somebody to do energy work or any any type of work that they see, you know, that that is the spiritual, you know, we are we are not all knowing. There's no no right. We will, we're going to mess up and to, to put all that weight, like you're going to have all on the one answers. person is not who just met like, you. <laughs> those expectations. Stop that. <laughs> mm-hmm. like, we're not all knowing, like I'm getting a download of, of what I need to address for you in that session specifically. But after that, I don't remember, you know, I don't remember yeah. everything that I'm going to tell you in that session sometimes you make yeah i think people also i think people also need to realize that it for us it's very much like you're a channel you know we, i don't look at it and i don't think any of us look at it as like we are doing something yeah you know i think we are standing as 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 a channel like we are acting as a channel i'm always very very honest with my clients i'm like look so i said look i'm still I said, I'm always learning and, you know, sometimes yeah. something new will come up. And so mm-hmm. you may hear me react like, oh, wow, <laughs> it's going to happen because I'm like, that was new, you know, but I'm, I like to be as transparent as possible. You know, everybody's growing. The practitioner is mm-hmm. always growing and learning. It's just, it's just part of, it's just part of the process and I enjoy it. So what are like maybe five things that you see physically manifest in the body that uh, is representative of something on a spiritual level that needs to be addressed? Like, like as we gave the example of um, the back Um, location or the heart. Mm -hmm. Okay. So let's talk about not speaking up, like lack of communication or throat Throat chakra. chakra. Mm -hmm. So our throat, that plum pit sensation that we walk, like I can't swallow enough that is because you're not speaking <laughs> you're not you're not expressing yourself and I know this first because this is one of my issues <laughs> I like to talk to everybody else about what they themselves and how to help but I'm I'm learning to ask for help but that's oh we're all yeah. guilty of that I'm um, the same <laughs> so it's that plum pit sensation uh sometimes you, you know stiffness in the neck these are things that you will feel even like 
heartburn that you know when it comes up into your your throat it's you're not you're not dealing so your body's like it <laughs> that's definitely something that i see a lot in in my clients it's like oh that throat it's like <laughs> and and good ways to to express that you know you through talking or singing singing is a beautiful thing for your throat chakra another thing is anger anger lives to sit in your lower abdomen pelvic area i mean there's other things that are stored there as well but anger it, it can screw up your menzies it can even contribute to you having issues with pms uh fibroids develop in your um in your body from stored up anger yes. you're just holding it and you know people don't make that connection but any issues that you have within your pelvic floor when you're holding on to that and you're not expressing it it gets stored there i know one person who was very very angry for a very very long time and her hormones were in flux she, you know she had so many uh cancer scares when it came to her cervix uterus the fibroids, this bitterness, and, you know, underneath that, there was all that sadness as well, you know, and women, we store so much in our hips, you know, the stress, the way of the world, it stays there as well, because we don't ask for help, and we're taught to just do everything on our own, you have everything there, so that's yeah. why movement is a beautiful thing, because it helps move those emotions, like, if you, you know, um, getting in touch with yourself, you go, you go there, you know, being being creative, lack of creativity, you, you go to your sacral. So movement helps. Um, what else would you say? Like being, would you say like creative things like painting, whatever, drawing, doing it, things like know, that? Whatever makes you feel like you're doing something that that brings you some type of relief. So what like body movement would you say for sacral roots kind of chakra Move stuff? your hips. You have yeah. to move your hips kind of open it up because that's 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 that energy center it's right there so moving your hips um doing hip rolls stretching them hip openers you know so going down into like that butterfly position where both feet basically kissing each other um love mm-hmm. pigeon pose but you get down the floor mm-hmm. things that really target um the pelvic floor Kegels are a beautiful thing. Don't ever underestimate the power of a Kegel and actually matching your Kegels to your breath work. Yes, Kundalini energy. Oh, yeah. Hello. You use that and you can you can go with the pulses of your breath. I guess tonify the energy in the area mm-hmm. is a way we could we could say that. Honestly, another way that you can clear the energy. <laughs> Masturbation, guys. I was, I was gonna say, I was like, so yeah, sexual pleasure. Uh, okay. Like, yeah you know get to know your body part ask so many women i'm like hey have you uh, done that recently and they're like <laughs> and they're like no but i'm like why not you should mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. how that works <laughs> it's it's you a should. thing because if you don't how are you going to exactly. expect somebody else and to I had this conversation <laughs> with another client i'm like you need a release this is a release mm-hmm. release mm-hmm. <laughs> how people like they're walking around brace brace for impact posture your whole upper body is just this rock and it's not not a physical rock but there's so much tension and so you're kind of rounded but you're so tight like everything is just so tight and even your neck the way you hold your neck and these are people that I find and it's a, it's, a, it's a lot of women that are either entrepreneurs they have kids at home you know they basically do it all and it's mm-hmm. like so, but they're always waiting for the next thing to blow up or and I'm like okay you know you're going to be okay, right? You know, and it's like you're just kind of waiting for things to happen. Nothing's going to happen. Breathe, breathe, breathe. Yeah, so it's like that sensation of like holding your breath and waiting yeah, for the pin to drop. Tender, tender breast, tender pectorials. Um, but also it's like kind of like a weakness in the back. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you'll see like winging of the scapula because they're so rounded, they're overstretching. So those are things that you see. So it's like, okay, I want you to walk like you were Wonder Woman. This is my speech to everybody there's a a lot of my clients mm-hmm. can tell you i always tell lead with the chest this this is the best yeah. way for you to be mindful 
of that posture. So like strengthen, standing tall, strengthening and lengthening your spine, shoulders back. Because the thing is, when you lead with your chest, shoulders are going to have to naturally fall back. Chest is out. When you poke your chest out, your head and your neck elevate. This is just the way your body wants to move. You're right. I just tried it. Okay. (laughs) So you have to get into a habit of just like... Okay, even when you're sitting, this posture is a beautiful thing. You just have to kind of revamp because, mm-hmm. you know, everybody's on the computer. Everybody's in their screen. So everybody develops like this forward head posture. So to fix that, you mindfully, and this is, a, this is something habitual. You have to make this a habit because we've made it a habit. So you have to reverse that habit to sit back. And it feels weird. Anytime that you're trying to uh, kind of your, your reprogramming of, of body mechanics, it's a strange feeling and you're going to feel really wonky for a month because your body's like, what are you doing? So then you go to you go to low back. Right. And with that, it's right. like you're not just addressing the low back. So anytime somebody has issues with the low back, there's it's not just in the low back. There's something going on with the hips. There may be that's not aligned. There may be a muscle imbalance. You know, so I'm like, all right, well, we're going to stretch a couple of things and it's not just your back. So, of course, you want to do spine openers, you know, like I love cat camel. Cat camel pose is amazing. Um, It opens up everything. But then after that, you got to go to stretches that stretch your hip, stretch your glutes as well. Your glutes are posture muscles. For anybody that doesn't know the glutes, that's your butt. You got to stretch that out because it all relates you know these are the muscles that are holding you up this is your support system and if you're sitting at a desk all day and you're just sitting on your bum like you're not getting any actual movement in there there's a lot of us when we're sitting for a long period of time we're not sitting squared off we're sitting to the side you know we're slouching on one side of our hip you know we're slouching to the other side we're crossing our legs um so it's like all right we gotta fix all that so when you get home you know, crossing, you know, bringing your knee to, to your shoulder. I mean, I know not, that's not as far as you can get. As far as, as, far you, as can you can get, get don't hurt you yourself. That gluten, that, that'll help. That'll help open up the sacrum, sacrum, bringing it over across your body. Is it that pose where like, if you lay down, mm-hmm. stretch your arms out like a T and then bring your legs over in like a, kind of like a four shape. Like if you're bring your knee to the floor on the other yeah, side of you. you so that. you're stretching your spine that way. opposite hand, you kind of guide it over for some of that control because some people can't go that far. Right. Um, right. So it's things like that. Like I'm, when someone's having back pain, I'm stretching their legs. I'm stretching their side because everybody forgets about that side bend. A side bend is a beautiful thing for your hips, for your rib cage. You know, gotta do those things. Um, so I'm mm-hmm. always telling you, stretching is, is a, I'm a big, big advocate for stretching daily and paying attention to your body mechanics. Stretching morning and night or like in the morning when you wake up? I would prefer for everybody to do it morning and night. I know people won't, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, because life, it's hard. Five minutes in the morning and five minutes at night. If you can't have time for anything else, if you just stretch your trouble areas, the areas that you know you have weaknesses or you hold the most tension, I bet you, you will find it. You will feel a difference. You know, because you're giving yeah. your body a chance. And guess what? When you make those five minutes a habit, five minutes will eventually lead to 10 minutes. 10 minutes will eventually lead to 15. Yes. I'm always talking about habits, habits you know, or systems. You, you start in five minutes. Like mm-hmm. anybody saying, I'm going to start something new. And they're like, 45 mm-hmm. minutes. I'm like, you failed right there. But you got to kind of see where you're at. That five minutes yeah. Yeah. lets you see where you're at. <laughs> and then you you can go from there. It's not it's not about, yeah, I'm a beast. Rah, I'm going to go. No. Stop it. And if you start right. with five minutes and you are naturally just going over that five minutes, then you know where you're at. And then you that's mm-hmm. your timer. So if you read for 15 minutes or you're stretching for 15 minutes or meditating for 15 minutes automatically, well, that's your starting point. Baby steps, building steps. We're always that, always saying that. Okay, so I guess the last thing we'll talk about is if there is a way for you to package it. How would you say that your work, like what you do as a massage therapist and Reiki has helped you with your improving your intuition or strengthening your intuition? Um, or do you see a connection with it at all? Oh, there's, there's definitely like, a connection. There's no doubt in my yeah. mind there's a connection. I believe Reiki works with what you have. So mm-hmm. it's more like if you were already a sensitive person or 
you know, borderline psychic, it's like, oh, okay, let's work with this and let's expand. That's definitely what happened with me because I like to run from shit. <laughs> I don't like to um, talk about what I do because I have, I guess I have, I, I have a fear of people being entitled and be like, well, you can do this. So do it. My massages are intuitive. I don't talk about it. I don't put it on my bio. I just feel like it's just something I do naturally. I don't want to give it a name, but if, if right, you don't want to put it in um, a box, but yeah, I can't treat anybody without picking up on something. It's impossible. So you can come to me for a regular session, regular massage, and I'm going to want to talk to you. <laughs> Let people know. I said, look, I'm a talker. I'm letting you know right now that sometimes I have to say things to you <laughs> because things come up. And they're just like, okay. And no one's ever told me no. <laughs> but I always kind of give a disclaimer. Like, I know you just came in for a regular session because your neck is bothering you. But there's going to mm-hmm. be some things that come up. Yeah, but then we go back to like what we were saying earlier about this mirroring. And I have found, at least in my practice, like when I first started, before I felt like I was controlling my energy a bit more, I could mm-hmm. control it, my clients would run the gamut. Like, super aggro aggressive angry stressed out tension like nothing satisfies me i'm negative i'm just gonna blah 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 and then the extreme opposite it would run the gamut and now that i feel i'm more connected to my intuition and the intention of my practice and the boundaries that are necessary my clients i feel find me and then i find myself in conversations that confirm this because we will start talking about things and we'll be like, oh yeah, we have that in common. And I love talking yes. about this and I needed to hear that today. And I can't believe. And so they love all the things mm-hmm. about you that you're just like, I would normally put out as a disclaimer and be like, just so you know, you find that you end up attracting those clients and those clients are attracted yeah. to you because they, um, because it's, I think it's the energy, it's the energy. And they're like, no, I need someone who's talking to mm-hmm. me. Like I need that. Yeah, I don't have, <laughs> Whether it's conscious or unconscious in the knowing, it yeah, happens. I don't have any clients that I had to like chase down. Like all my clients kind of like yeah. ask me first. I'm like, cool. Yeah. Um, I don't think, I think that's the way it's supposed to work. You know, yeah. you know like yeah. I'll advertise and I'll mention, but I'm never like running around screaming from the rooftops. Like this is what I do. The ones that want me will find me. Well, who need me? Not want me, but who, you know, will, mm-hmm. will find me. And, and it's always that way. So I'm, I'm totally okay with that. So I truly believe that having complete body work and regular body massages are important. But I asked Raquel to give us her take on why body work is so important. So touch is an amazing thing. And I find that a lot of people don't know what healthy touch is. And that's where body work comes in. Touch is very healing. Just the physical aspect. Because that's comfort. That's how we take in comfort. That's just how we communicate sometimes. especially. In, in families, you know, there's studies with babies who haven't been touched. Touch is very important. And sometimes as a society, we forget that. It makes you more aware of what's going on. Everybody's on autopilot. So until somebody puts hands on you in a, therape- a therapeutic way, sometimes you're not aware of your own tension. Sometimes you're not aware of that. Oh, wow, that's, that, that does hurt. I was not aware that that hurt. So that means you're, yeah. you're walking around with all this junk, because you're not going inward, you're not paying attention to the messages that your body is, is trying to give you. So that's where um, body workers come in, we remind you, hey, you have an arm, you're not paying attention to your arm. (laughs) It sounds silly, but it's true. You know, people don't pay attention to their skin, like your skin, you can have a bump, or a mole. And I've had this with clients. And I'm like, yeah, that's changed. Why has that changed? Yes. You need to yes. get that check. You know, so it it it's something just, it's that awareness. It's that awareness. And also we move the tension in your body. We remind you that your body wants to move. You know, we are beautiful machines. Why do you think we have so many parts? So we remind yeah. you, we remind you that this is movement. Movement is healing. Me helping you with your circulation, relaxing your mm-hmm. parasympathetic. Like this is what we do, you know, like, yeah. This is this is this yeah. is to help with your blood pressure. You know, this is to help you sleep at night. It's not me just touching you. This is me reminding you that your body is a machine. There are systems in it that we have to interact with. You need to interact with on your own to facilitate your own healing, to facilitate your own bodily awareness. 
also with with the energy work you know we're flushing those 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 uh those emotions and that stagnant energy we're getting rid of that then we're also bringing it to the surface you know and then and like i said earlier reiki kind of peels back the layers of things that we have buried so deep that we don't want to address so you combine that with body work and energy work i'm like okay here's your stuff this is all the stuff that you need to address or at least to begin addressing mm-hmm. But you wouldn't mm-hmm. know that if you never had a session. Right. And you're and it's what's so important is <clears throat> the connection between the metaphysical and the physical. Like you are bringing up and you're truly awareness the things that might be in the subconscious. But on a physical level, you're feeling that stuff manifested by the tension that's physically in your mm-hmm. body. So it's bringing, like you said, bringing to awareness and to attention the things that are calling out that need to be worked on. And um, I say that a lot in my practice because, you know, I am always telling my skin clients um, as a holistic esthetician that your skin is literally a reflection of what's going on internally. Mm -hmm. And in addition to that massage of your face, but also your whole body is essential and imperative to clear the toxins away, getting that energy moving through the meridian channels in your body. And the same thing is true, getting that parasympathetic action to happen so that you can get that calm, get that uh, relaxation and get out of this fight or flight mode that we're constantly inundated with just because of the society that we're in now. Like we're constantly inundated with information, with technology, with stress, with deadlines, with, you know, what has to happen next and productivity Um, We forget that we were not meant to have that heightened level of stress, which leads to the cascades of hormones and all of the like. And so um, I think, and one of the main reasons why I advocate for the work that we do is because it really, you know, we can say quote unquote or hashtag self-care and all this other stuff, but it really is taking care of yourself Mm -hmm. and Especially if you are in a marginalized group or if you're in a, a group that doesn't get the quality access to health care that you need, these are tools that you can utilize and you should look at yeah. them as ways of supporting your health and not as alternative, not as, you know, luxury, not as I can't afford that. Yes. You need to think of it as things that you have to do for yourself as preventative measures in support of what you're also doing in, you know, um, in addition to the traditional modes of your medications or your supplements or whatever. Um, These are things that we need to take advantage of. And so I think it's actually timely because all of the things that we just talked about in terms of how these emotions and this energy gets manifested in the body, these are the ways that you can help heal those mm-hmm. things or um, alleviate the tension or start to address them. And just like you were saying, bring awareness to the fact that they're there. Um, and it's not an easy task because as we were talking about in the beginning, for those of us who have chosen to do this work, it is a constant um, barrage of being faced with shit you don't want to be faced with. <laughs> you don't want to face. You don't no, want to you deal. don't want to deal, but you deal. But you take that next step and you take it, you know, and you try to lead by the example of I'm doing it too. It's not just you. And the same things come up. We'll be in this, like we were talking earlier about having clients on our table. That's literally saying, we're saying things to them that we need to hear ourselves. It's a continuous loop. Um, but it's a necessary one. It's, it's one that I think, more now more than ever we all need to really um take ownership of we need to make sure that we're reclaiming this for ourselves because i really do believe that happiness and self-care is a radical act so and you know and i think i think that anybody who starts the work it's okay to know that you're gonna have a bad day it's not you know you're gonna have bad days Mm -hmm. but you just pick yourself up and you start again Pick yourself up and start again. Thank you so much, Raquel. I will let her story speak for itself. I hope you found this conversation fruitful. I will leave Raquel's info and links in the show notes. Send her some love. Support yourself and her by booking a session. She works in the Bronx, but also travels for private sessions. Believe me, you won't be disappointed. I just wanted to put a final note on things to drive home the point that 
all of this work is an exploration in the healing modalities that are available to all of us. Just because Raquel and myself and those like us may be attuned in certain traditions, your way of practicing or your experiencing and in, in receiving these healing modalities from others are no less valid or more valid than what we're discussing here. It's also one of these things that I like to drive home in the fact that we are all about a community of accessible wellness. So we wanna share these concepts and ideas with you for you to then in turn go and explore them for yourself. We all have an obligation and responsibility to participate in our own healing. We are not advocates of turning over that healing work to somebody else because you think that they are psychic or attuned or have more training or are a master in one degree of healing modality or another. You are always encouraged to promote and foster your self-agency. None of this work can happen without you being a willing participant and nothing can be really successful unless you are open to receiving the, the work and interested and invested in having the work happen for yourself. And as an end to today's podcast, I just wanted to leave you all with our Reiki principles. So just for today, I will let go of worry. Just for today, I will let go of anger. Just for today, I will give thanks to my many blessings. Just for today, I will do my work honestly. Just for today, I will be kind to my neighbors and all living things. If you're interested in exploring Reiki further and looking for training, this is perfectly timed. And I promise you, I did not time this podcast <laughs> based on this offering. But our teacher is offering her Reiki Level 1 remote certification later this month around the 26th of June. I will leave the details in the show notes so you can find out more about Shannon of Radical Reiki as well. As always, be well. Send me some more topics that you want to hear on this offering. If you want to share your story or contribute, send me an email at thehighvibealchemist at gmail.com. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so that you don't miss any future episodes. And if you want to support further, give it a five-star review on iTunes so more people can find us. Thanks again and bye for now.